Yo, do us a favor and yourself a favor by hitting that subscribe button. Make sure to tap that notification bell as well so you can stay updated. Now, let's get to the video. We got our player partner in the building, man. We got Josh Retro. How you doing, bro? What's the word, fellas? I'm, I'm doing cool. swell. I'm cool. This mic feels so fucking tall, though. Is it all? <laughs> is it? I feel like this bitch coming That's what I did when face. I came in. I'm like, damn, they're not showing love to the short <laughs> niggas right now. It might be a chug. You might have to raise For real, chug. I'm so, like, little, 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 lump, little lump. It's all good. But how you feeling, bro? Man, I'm copacetic, man. You know, I'm just really blessed, bro. Really blessed to um, be thriving right now. Blessed to be alive, blessed to be able to work, you know, just really fortunate and blessed, man. How about you? I'm cool, bro. It's been a minute since we've been on the mic together, you know what I'm talking about, oh, man. Facts. We, we was in there, for those who don't know, man, we was in the lobby running it down with the Point Proven pod, man. Ah, the Point Proven, I swear, bro, good times. For sure, good for times. sure. For sure, man. But we gonna go ahead and jump right in, bro. Let uh, let the people know a little bit about yourself and how you get into, we, we got a, a few talents to cover within yourself, so how did you Show get that. your first start? And what was your first talent? I'm, I'm gonna just start that. What was your first talent you then? Uh, well, first off, I'm Josh Retro. Uh, for sure, for sure. A lot of people call me Retch for short. Uh, but my very first talent growing up, man, um, I was really big into the music scene. Um, I used to have all the Michael Jackson tapes, yo, VHS, watching them joints as a kid, mm -hmm. impersonating, acting as if I'm on stage, and that even carried over. Uh, to me doing like talent shows in um, Dalton and Calumet City where I'm from originally uh, impersonating Michael Jackson and um, black history programs so uh, that was like my first taste of like oh, okay like I this makes me feel uh, a very very good or it gives me a positive feeling when I get that feedback so that then carried over into the hip-hop era once I got around you know eight nine years old just seeing like black excellence, you know, and even that I was always watching cinema, black cinema specifically coupled with, you know, the entertainment on the music tip. So seeing Martin, Jamie Foxx, all of these predecessors prior to me really gave me the um, the ambition to like channel that. And I would even <laughs> be in school and be like having those characters within me. So I'm doing that stuff to my friends, uh, acting as if I'm those kind of people in school. And, you know, I would get a good feedback, good response. So I had a, a nice character build up all growing up. So all of that kind of like shaped me into being into the uh, arts and media and entertainment, music and uh, comedy and acting specifically. For sure, for sure. So you had a feel for the stage early. Way early. Yeah, that's what's up. Bro. Way early. You feel me? That's How many times you get in trouble coming to school acting like the people you see? <laughs> so that's a good point. So I never really got in trouble, yo. You want to know why? Teachers rock with you. My mom's was the teacher in the school. Oh, okay. But it, I wasn't getting in trouble because of that. I wasn't getting in trouble because I knew when to turn it on and turn it off. You feel me? Like, I wasn't never obnoxious. I would never, like, be doing that while a teacher is giving a lesson that I know is important. Or even if I didn't know it was important. You know what I'm saying? I'm just knowing how to, like, okay, this is the time to lock in. All right, now we're doing the work. And now we got a little bit of time to talk. I'm going to act a little funny. I'm going to, like, say a couple jokes. Like, get one of my classmates next to me to, like, feel comfortable, feel relaxed. So we don't feel like we just subjected to doing this work and having a boring day. I want to make this as fun as possible. So I never really got in trouble, yo. Like, I think because of the fact that my mom was a teacher in the school while I was there, it made me not want to make her look bad. Mm -hmm. But I also, like, because she was always instilling the importance of school, and the importance of knowing your shit, it kind of carried over with all of that. So, 
you know, I just had the the instant ability to turn it on and turn it off. How uh, so, old were you? Uh, elementary. This is like six years old all the way up to 12, 13. Yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. your was your mother supportive, you feel me, of you you taking that path at such a young age? Yeah, she was. Um, but, you know, growing up, man, black single parent homes, so busy, you feel me? And they don't really have enough time to, like, focus on that because there's so many other factors that they got to worry about. So she was very supportive. But it was always school first. Like, that was the first priority. So, like, before I even wanted to do anything, it's like, you got that homework done again? Like, <laughs> you feel me? Like, did you you know how to do this before you even do anything else? And I always did. So, after that, it's like, all right, now let's put forth the footwork to, like, get you into some talent shows. Or let's put forth the footwork to, like, put you around people that could, like, catapult you. So, yeah. For sure, for sure. Growing up as a teacher, son, they got to come with a, a, a different... <laughs> A different level of 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 stress, you feel me? Because yo. you gotta get good grades technically. You feel me? Feel me? But they weren't going like they made sure. Like I set time aside to like I get home. It's like nah, no Michael Jackson, no Martin, no Fresh Prince until you do these homework assignments. And it's like all right, that's cool. It's a good give and take. Now that I look back on it, so it was a lot of pressure. But in the moments, I didn't really feel pressured. I just felt like you know. This is the life that I was given. Now, looking back on it, it's like I'm fortunate that it was like that because that fundamental stuff that you need in school is important, you know, and I try and get that back to the youth as we speak now, you know, let them know, like, yo, I know you feel like this ain't important, but, like, certain things you really need to know enable in order to, you know, thrive out here in this environment. So, Now, I had, um, I had talked to Jay about this, like, a few years ago, I want to say, I had told him something like, I feel like every every uh, school should have a theater or a drama class. I, I wasn't introduced into that. They probably had it in high school, but I was on. I don't know. I I ain't, I ain't really get too incorporated. They did have it because it was definitely plays and stuff at South. But um, I agree though. But um, I didn't get into it until like my, like my freshman year of college. So like I'm watching my niece. She doing plays like um, the Lion King and everything, and like she's so cold with it. And she started. You know, she is a, like a social media baby. She started on like Trilla and TikTok. And oh, everything. nice. But like she cold with it. Was you in those type of classes in, in school growing up? Um, So in actuality, no, nah, I didn't get into that until uh college for real. Because um, I was into sports, mainly basketball, all through like middle school and high school. Mm -hmm. um, and once I got to college, that's when I really started to dive into like the fine arts because I started putting two and two together in terms of like. A lot of people that came before me, like the Pox, Jamie Foxx's people to that nature, they actually studied the craft, mm -hmm. you know. And to your point originally, it wasn't, they had the programs once we got to high school. It wasn't um, as um, known in middle school, mm -hmm. but I feel like they need to do a better job of making it, quote unquote, cool. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like the stuff that you would be performing and all that, like. It gets you to understand the subject, the subject matter, but it isn't nothing that's like relatable. For sure. And like, that's something I think is important if you have a theatrical or theater program. For sure, like the districts, like now back back to us, because you know, we both went to South. You was like, a, you was a grade above me. I don't but, think we, yeah, ain't, yeah. but the crazy part is we didn't even know each other. I, <laughs> I know, right? That's For sure. But, uh, but now it's. But now they got they got the STEM campus, then they got the uh, like fine arts and communication campus. Right, so, like, right. when you present that, um, that that that's what a, t a child is going into or a youngin is going into. They whole approach to those type of things would be different. 
Like I was at my niece eighth grade graduation. It was somebody in there getting an engineer award in eighth grade. Like a, I'm like, damn. I'm like this. I'm like down. Like I'm really watching like the the game changes of the future. You know Facts. what I'm saying? Now that I agree, man. Like again, I just feel like the funding towards uh, certain schools, especially underprivileged community schools that are in underprivileged communities, need to uh, implement those programs, bro, because it, it really is beneficial. Like, and you would catch a lot of the kids that feel like they wouldn't relate to it or feel like it's not for them. As mm-hmm. soon as they try it or you get them to try it, they'll love it, fall in love with it, and then you will be able to like expand their mind and their horizon, and it'll just. I feel like it'll produce a lot better, like a uh, uh, type of kids that they quote to categorize us as you feel me like you wouldn't even have that type of categorization towards certain type of like young black kids if you let them expose them to certain fine arts and things of that nature How you got into the, the to the theatrics and everything like that, and for sure, you know for what sure. I'm saying at a young age. But you also stumbled across music at a young age as well, and you you hinted on it a little bit. But how did you from there? How did you get into your dive with music? Really, um, it comes from being in a household where music is consistently played. For one, for sure. Um, all kinds of artists being played uh, from back in the day all the way up until you know the current hip hop now. And uh, I just always felt a different type of energy when I would hear it. And I've always been a writer. You know, I always was really good at writing. Sure. And once I started to focus or channel my writing to, like, songwriting, specifically poems, I noticed that, like, you know, if you know how to cadence or fit a couple words into a certain bar, you can come up with a whole song. So I started writing songs uh, inspired by Kanye West, you know, uh, a whole bunch of people outside of him. But... That kind of gave me the confidence, like, yo, I could really, like, do something with this. And, you know, I started singing as well. Like, uh, R&B is really um important uh, part of my, like, development as well. I think uh, being able to harmonize and be able, being able to play with melodies is uh, really, really important when it comes down to music. Because it's not just all about, like, hardcore rap, you know. That's cool. That's raw. You feel <laughs> me? But if you can do both, it's even better. I feel that. All right, now while we was on break, we played your joint special, man. What's 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 special about that record? <laughs> what's special about that record is, you know, that's something that when I was in the studio, I told the producer I was working with it, like, yo, I want to come up or uh, I want to put something down that can be impactful, but it can also like utilize both uh, sides of the game, in which I was just pointing out. I want to be able to harmonize. I want to be able to sing on this track, and I also want to be able to like get my bars off. So coming up with special was, um, you know, late night in the stool, uh, Friday night, Saturday night, instead of popping out, I'm like, man, let's just lock in today, bro. And let's come up with like a good three, four tracks where we stand on this type of wave. And uh, we came up with special. And um, shout out to my producer on that track, Savion. He um, helped me with a couple melodies on that joint. Um, myself doing all the writing, uh, as I hinted on before, you know, I, I love writing. So when it, when I hear a beat, and I got a flow, I got a one line on the paper, just 
channel out and try and get some more out whatever i can get on that same vibe so wrote that whole song within like 30 minutes or so and just laid it down let's um when you get into the harmonizing lane and everything with the melodies and everything what's some what what inspiration is drawn like to make you get like that you know what i'm talking about yeah 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 um well i listen to a lot of different uh r&b artists you feel me uh one of them being a uh, party next door um also listen to uh anytime yay harmonize it's amazing uh the drakes um a lot of different people yo but i kind of like when i'm doing it myself i feel like it's inevitably in me but i try not to like purposely sound like the people who i'm inspired by if that makes sense i want to <laughs> come up with my own sound it's funny because before i ever even heard you um harmonizing anything i used to always tell you when we were doing the podcast you remind me of a young jamie <laughs> <laughs> real talk <laughs> for real that, hey no cap it's, it's funny bro because you really you really do like like on some um on some real stuff like before like right before that in living color era if you watch um all those like hbo comedy specials what was yeah. that called like def jam comedy and all that uh-huh it's uh -huh. like it's you like how you move it's like it's like similar to a young jamie fox i know appreciate that man thank you for hearing sure. that you know it makes me feel like i'm doing the right thing oh, you know sure. and prayers up to jamie fox as well oh, you man, know what i'm saying man, like man. We, we can't yeah, gotta bro. keep gotta stay on gotta stay blessed bro you know at the end of the day before you do anything and every Thing, you got to put God first and I feel like once I really started to channel that that's when things really started to like open up for me you know uh, I was talking to y'all earlier outside um, over the last year I went through the most humbling experience of my life yo um, I tore my Achilles tendon and uh, you know growing up playing sports you think you invincible I feel like I could never get injured just based off how I moved mm -hmm. but, you know niggas get a little older start trying to do a little bit too much when you ain't supposed to mm -hmm tore my shit up and i say that to say um that whole experience humbled me and uh it was a bittersweet moment but um it was a gift from god because essentially that put me on the path that i'm on now to really like be head down and not you know give a fuck about the outside factors you know just if you got a vision you believe in it put it out there you know what i'm saying like that really humbled me like stop wasting time you out here tripping you feel me so i appreciate you saying that again as well like i definitely feel like i uh I'm talented in, mo in a lot of different areas. For and sure, for sure. Once I focus on one at one specific time, over after a while, everything will start to like come into fruition. Absolutely, bro. With you being so talented, like, is it ever difficult to actually say, "Man, I need to focus on this talent over that talent"? Yes, bro. Like, how you make that choice? Yes, bro. I honestly, um, I talked to one of the my uncle. He um, is one of the. Um, last male figures in my life that actually give me like um a bit of guidance when i'm trying to do everything and he told me um like right before i um tore my achilles he was like yo you're gonna have to uh focus on one thing at a time neff like you know you i see i seen you since you was a child you know you do all this stuff you're really good at everything once you put your mind to it but if you like do everything at the same time taken away from something that could like actually like be really good because you focusing on too many different things so once he told me that I'm like, all right, let me put that into play and put that into motion. And I just try to um, do one segment of, like, whatever I'm focusing on for, like, a month straight, if that makes sense. Like, the music, month straight. You know, the writing, uh, whether it's script writing, uh, the acting scene, month straight. And then go back and forth, you know. Um, most of the time, things don't overlap, but, you know, of course, things happen. 
but I try to just go one month at a time with things that um to prioritize my time effectively. Have you ever tried mixing all those things in a pot? So yeah, um, I was talking to Nuke about this um, outside the uh, pod or outside the uh, live. Uh, with my music videos for my album, I incorporate acting into it. So you know, I mix two different little, you know, <laughs> two different little Jones into one. Um, put showcase my acting as well as showcase my music ability while I'm making my music videos. So it's not just regular music video is more so like it's a storyline to it mm-hmm. it all coincides with one another and in order to know what's going on in the story you got to watch the video and so. you're getting two eggs in one basket you feel me you're getting oh this guy can like really rap he can sing and oh this guy also know how to act you know what i'm saying he putting on the story right now so i rock with that the show with, with the um with the music videos you you incorporating this into your videos and you already you already coming from this background of like of like theatrics and you know and doing so much with the things and like the main goal with all this you know what i'm saying is to is to gain viewership and and keep attention right there where it's supposed to be do you ever um damn my fault do you ever (laughs) do you ever struggle with um like keeping that attention like like your uncle said you got to do uh um, certain things one at a time yeah but like you got to you got to keep it there like so people can know that you're doing um music people still know that you're doing comedy still people still knowing you like entertainment like mm-hmm. do you ever struggle with keeping all that attention there at once on you yeah man um i struggle with honestly utilizing these uh these apps instagram and twitter and all man, that what? Like, you know what i'm saying like <laughs> trying to confide all that into one specific moment you mm-hmm. know people attention spans is really short so the way i tried to tackle it was like i was hinting on earlier is like hit two break down two eggs in one basket essentially mm-hmm. like put the music with the uh acting and put the comedy with the acting like put all of that into you know a certain thing so when somebody see it they like oh this guy he could really like he funny but it's like oh wait he rapping like okay i get it i get it and it kind of like gravitates more attention towards me when i do it that way real talk like i be i be noticing just for my own self doing a lot of things at once it like it could be somebody who's strictly tuning in to what i got going on for radio Mm-hmm. But the whole time I'm I'm don't get me wrong I'm, I'm on radio but I'm doing some whole other shit right yeah. but it's hard to translate their attention like maybe they can be a potential customer or a potential uh, reader off my yeah. writing but it's hard to translate that attention over if they so locked in on what I'm doing on radio you know what I'm talking about yeah and again that all just come down to the phones and the, and the era that we in like the headspace yeah. we in right now people attention spans is really short because we're constantly scrolling you know we on to the next thing if something don't grab it or grab your attention within the first 10 15 seconds it's over with so i think it all just comes down to like being authentic to you and like getting those fans that actually you know appreciate what you're doing and they'll be able to spread the word for you and after a while things are overlap and by the time you look up you have a whole credible fan base that you was like hey, stressing over absolutely is it difficult to like I would say, well, not difficult, but what has been like the hardest part of your journey, you feel me, as far as being extremely talented and literally having to choose between mm-hmm. your talents? Uh, the hardest part is gathering a team, yo. Um, trying to like get everybody on the same page to see what you got, like your vision could be challenging at times, especially like you're saying, if I like got multi-talent. So if I'm trying to shoot a video and I'm like, yo, I need like one like guest star in the video to give out the vision effectively. 
trying to get one person and scheduling, that could be pretty difficult at a time. So I think just trying to get people all on the same page to like uh, see what I see can be challenging at times. But I don't let that stop me. You know, I feel like that's all a part of the game. Like this whole life thing is essentially a big game. And if you play it the right way, you'll come out on top at the end. But you can't just give up. You feel me? That's my biggest thing right now. Real talk. What's the ideal? What's the ideal team for you? Like for that's for everything that you do. Ideal team. I need a solid management team. I need a solid uh, videography team, and I need a solid core group of homies that I could call. Like yo, trying to be in this little like two minute, you know, what I'm saying music video, or trying to be in this two minute little skit, mm-hmm. and we could run it up. You know, we could talk about splits, factor that out, and we can get to it. Uh, so that's my. Uh, ideal dream team so to say ill sound radio is a premier destination for cutting edge music and engaging conversation we focus on showcasing local talent and emerging artists entrepreneurs and much more so tune in every sunday from 12 p.m to 2 p.m for a mix of electrifying music thought-provoking interviews and engaging commentary that will keep you entertained and informed so get ready to experience the best of both worlds in music and talk with Ill Sound Radio, only on Illinois Radio. Check it back in with our guest, Josh Retro. How y'all like man. that? Easy to work, though. For man. sure, for sure, man. Just talking that talk, because, man, <laughs> these women, boy. Hey, hey, hey. Be careful now. <laughs> you know, hey, you know I get. <laughs> hey, I'm all for an independent woman, you feel me? Just don't try to make me bad while yeah. I'm feeling independent, you know? You know what I'm saying? No, for that. sure, for sure. But, man, that, that definitely was spinning, bro. Have you ever seen a nurse wear Yeezys to work? All the time, all the time. My nurse that was taking care of me when I tore my Achilles up had on Yeezys. I'm hey, like, yeah. is that, <laughs> hey, hey. Is that where you thought of the track yet? You nah, see, I, I, I didn't think of it. I, think <laughs> I, was like, you I probably carried it over though. I'm like, yeah, yo, what you know about yeah? Oh god, that was kind of when he was wilding though, so I was kind of hesitant to talk about it. She's still rocking with him, so I rock with her. Okay, no, nah, for real. But hey, we, we got the album. It's, you say in retrospect, yeah. So the album title is uh, in retrospect, um, projected to drop at the end of June. You know, I got a collection of songs I've been making over the last year, um, total of nine tracks. Uh, and uh, I just think in retrospect, uh, best fits uh, what I've been going through. Uh, it, it utilizes my name as well. Um, you know, everybody since they know me growing up, I've always been retro. I never, like, switched up my name. Uh, everybody know me as that, um, not just because, you know, I stay with a fresh pair, but also just because I got an old-school mentality, man. Like, like I was telling y'all earlier what inspired me, like, the Martins, the Will Smiths, the Jamie Foxes, all of those characters growing up. I felt like that was all a part of my, like, um, my exposure, my embodiment to, like, my people. You know what I'm saying? I always was, like, the crowd pleasing, trying to resolve things the positive way and also bring a, a comedic feel to it. So, you know, retro always has been me. Uh, it's never going to change. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm here to let everybody know, like, it's still room for good guys out here, you know? Like, you ain't got to be something that you're not just to prove somebody that really don't give a fuck. Just be yourself. Fucking facts. For real. Emphasis on yeah. the somebody who don't give a fuck. Because you would be all this to somebody and they don't give no fuck. Like, yeah, what you yeah. doing all that for? You might yeah. as well save some time and just be yourself. Yeah, and I mean, again, it's all a part of our culture, man. Like, I ain't looking at nobody different. I ain't judging nobody, you know. But we all got trauma. You feel Absolutely. me? Dating back to shit that that's way before us. But it's up to us, like, now and going forward to, you know, address it. Let it be known that's what it is and find a better way to resolve conflicts. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
right now, a lot of shit right now that we doing is is, is senseless. You feel mm-hmm. me? And again, I ain't judging niggas, nor am I looking at you differently. I just want you to realize like the effect that you have on other people based on the decisions that you make impulsively. You know no, what I'm saying? Like, need to hear that. It's, it's real out here, and I just want motherfuckers to realize like just know when to turn it on and turn it off. Like you ain't got to yeah. do the most. You know, you can still get your point across without having to kill a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I remember I went to alternative school for like a week in fifth grade due to a fight I got on the bus stop. Yeah. And like that's where I first learned conflict resolution. Yeah. You know what I'm and that's when I first learned it was Pass and Harvey. Shout out to Pass. That was a that was amazing that was amazing alternative school. They really they really set us down and now me and the dude and the dude stayed across the street from me. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, that was my homie. It was just, it was just, we didn't know how to resolve that we, that weak ass issue we exactly. had as kids. Exactly. But after that, everything was gravy. And like, these are like steps that's needed. You, of course, we shouldn't have to go to alternative school for it. But like, maybe if you know how to resolve your issues or resolve certain things, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you, you will handle things better. You have a completely different outlook on how you look at shit. You I completely know? agree, man. I completely agree. And just like the people that came before us, man, I was a big Pac fan, mm-hmm. uh, humongous Biggie fan. And like how that whole whole thing situation played out, you feel me? It's unfortunate. And like them was two like real smart black people in our community that like could create change and like conflict resolution again. A whole bunch of shit took place that really could have been resolved. You feel mm-hmm. me? But it's just always the outside factors, the media. You feel me? That just perpetuates shit. And that's why I feel like as black men specifically, we got to do a, a a much better job of like tuning all that shit out coming together like privately however put the glocks and shit down put all that goofy shit down and just hash it out the way we need to you know what yeah. i'm saying like that's so critical for me right now think about uh, think about just how everybody will look together you feel know me? what i'm saying strong as hell feel me and like you know? another thing i just feel like everybody's so caught up in getting a win like you know like it's all right to take an l man like Everybody do it. I didn't took hella L's before in my life. I'm sure a lot of a lot of y'all have taken L's before in your life, but like we got to learn how to let them L's like make us learn lessons from them. You know, like it's not no shit to your ego, your character. Like it's supposed to do that, but don't react to that like impulsively and do some wild shit. You know what I'm saying? Like take that shit in and like let that develop you into a better man. You talking that talk, boy, in, in retrospect. In you retrospect, you talking real. that shit. And I don't even just apply to men, it apply to women too. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, across the board, black, white, green, yellow, whatever. Like that shit, you got to learn how to like deal with whatever you face with For effectively. Sure. I feel like that's what's missing in a lot of today's music, you feel me, is actually yeah. putting the L's in the music. Because in the 90s, boy, niggas used to be singing what? about all hey, they L's. Look, walk down the street, niggas jump my ass. All Man. You know what I'm saying? And I think, like, the next track y'all gonna play off the album, it, uh, it's, it, it's gonna embody that. You know, I, I talk about the L's. I talk about the shit that, you know, I went through. Um, and I just try to let it be known so I can... For one, like it's therapeutic. I can get that off my chest. And two, like I'm knowing somebody else went through the same thing and probably don't have the same type of confidence to express it the way I'm doing it. So this is for people that like, you know, go through things and whether it's heartbreak, whether it's like people they they know or love that have passed away. It's all about like addressing it and finding better ways to cope. You know what I'm saying? And I think this whole I, I'm I'm really excited about this whole time in hip hop right now because I feel like that is like the healing process right now like that's what's on the forefront and i think once more people like myself start to like put that on front street 
we'll see like a good balance in the game. So shut up. Let me ask you this. How do you know when it's time to make an album? Like how do you say, man, it's album mode? Man, I know it's album mode when like I'm listening to tracks that I didn't made and I started getting chills. You feel me? I started seeing like goosebumps. I'm like, oh damn, yeah, it's album mode. I gotta pull some from this collection of songs that I made over the past week or two. Like I gotta pull this and add it. And I know it's album mode as well because like the sound that I have is all cohesive. Like this song sound good next to this song. This song sound smooth after this song type. And at that point I'm like, yeah, I think I gotta put like uh, some artwork to this to capture how I'm feeling. Now I feel like when any, when, as creators, anytime we put something into the world, we be like, this the one, you mm -hmm. know what I'm talking about? This, this gonna be the win. This, how do you, how do you handle that? Cause you know, sometimes when you drop, when you dropping things, it's gonna do what it's gonna do. But mm -hmm. like, sometimes our expectations would, um, would take us out the glory of, um, of really, of really appreciating the process. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like, I'm a firm believer of, if your passion is your passion, let it be your passion. Don't let it be no other shit that'll, that'll, that'll trick you out your path. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because sometimes we get so high on our passion that we we being, we being, we teetling with ourselves and we plan, we plan a process part. You know what I'm talking about? So how do you stay focused to the process of what you're doing and how are you going to roll this into dropping your album? Uh, Well, really, I stay focused by, you know, um, not being let down by the expectations essentially like i know that i'm not gonna get everybody attention everybody not gonna be a fan everybody mm -hmm. not gonna like the music but the people that do i'm focusing on them For and sure. i'm consistently feeding them you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying and you know uh nipsey hustle rest in peace i saw an interview with him a while back he said as an artist as an up-and-coming artist specifically you got to get used to like not being heard despite mm -hmm. you yelling essentially or you like putting out all this work and, you know, when I heard that, I'm like, yeah, that's right. Because, like, the whole part of the game is letting people know who you are. And everybody not going to accept you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't let that phase me. I honestly use that as fuel. Because it's like, you're going to be the same person. Be like, I knew him. Or I knew about him when mm -hmm. he was doing it. I, I remember when he played that for me. I remember. And it's like, yeah. Now that's like, going to be all day. Exactly. Now keep playing that shit. Now, like, I ain't sweating you. I ain't blue with you. I ain't none of that. Like, you had your opinion. And you have a new opinion now. And I'm blessed that you got it. But, like keep that same energy full circle you feel me so i don't let that type of stuff sweat me i always like been uh overshadowed mm -hmm. you know growing up like playing sports i was always the shortest nigga on the team but i always made the team for you sure me? i hooped so it's like i gotta show them because i know it. what i'm doing <laughs> you know what i'm saying anything it, <laughs> on the real you know nuke, like anything i do you feel me i put my effort into it and it's like we at it hey that know? took me back to the pod man we used to talk about hooping motherfuckers had you fucked up man bro. always it's like they always had the shorter niggas fucked up especially the niggas that oh really know how to hoop it's like bro why you why you go why you going so crazy like, all right don't even bet let me just show you this little he 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 real quick for real watch out but yeah. no nah, that's real talk bro because like i say sometimes i and i and i've been a victim of this you know what i'm saying like i expectations be so high that this shit can fuck up this shit can fuck up our passion thinking so much but i just yeah. love when the passion is the passion and I, i'm glad how this interview just gradually went we started from your younger beginnings until you finna drop a inaugural album you know what facts, i'm talking about so facts. like that's speaking that you letting your passion be your passion and your words just just resonated and, and let let it us let us know that you're not even focused on that other shit. You know what I'm talking about? Not at all. And it's I think again it comes with growth and maturity, man. Cause I used to. I really used to be like like 
dwelling on who not listening, dwelling mm-hmm. on why this ain't getting a response that I thought it would good. Yeah. Right. Dwelling on why my pick ain't get enough likes because I used <laughs> to be blowing up when the gram was first out. But it's like, I get it. It's the game. It's the process. You feel me? Like, don't let that shit phase you. You know what I'm saying? And that like, shit don't mean shit. Man, it don't. When In the grand scheme of things, it don't, off, mean it don't mean nothing, shit. yo. Like, long as I'm doing this because I know I've been destined to do this because I always love doing this. I've always been ahead of the wave, ahead of the curve, mm-hmm. just based off instinct. Like, anything that I liked genuinely, it was something that was quote unquote cool. You feel me? Anything I always been a part of, it was quote unquote cool, but I always loved or had a passion for it. Not because the next nigga was doing it that I knew. It was because I genuinely liked it. You know, it gave me fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Like writing gave me fulfillment. You know, playing sports, basketball, bowling, skating gave me fulfillment. And it's like all that type of shit now is like what's popular. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, you still in the mix of all that shit. Always. So, you know, I don't, you know, I don't let the outside noise affect me, man. Like, in high school, middle school, it would subtly, but like, niggas grown, man. We got too much going on right yeah, now. Exactly. It's Way like, too much. All right, let me ask you this. It's good. If you can go back and give yourself any advice, what would it be? Uh, Any advice, I would give myself the advice to uh, Instead of going into a um, a predominantly white institution, college, I would go to a, a theater or drama school because uh, I went to a regular uh, school in southern Illinois. For sure. And, um, you know, it, we had our black population, which was thriving. Like, I love the fact that it was there. It wasn't an HBCU, but they gave you a lot of support. But... I felt like I would have thrived more in like a, a drama or performing arts school because that's like my passion instead of like, you know, what's you're supposed to do the stereotypical go to college, be a doctor, teacher, lawyer, engineer type. And even though I adjusted and did that, I just think like I would have been a lot more focused a lot earlier in my early 20s if I would have did it like that. Because mm-hmm. now I'm like I'm in my mid 20s and it's like. I don't want to say I'm playing catch up because in the grand scheme of life, you still really young. But I think I would have like got out of school and already been in that scene, been in that environment, been in that space to really have a lot of momentum. All right, before we get out of here, tell the people how they can get in tune with you, stay in tune with you, find everything you got going on. Man, get in tune with your boy, Retch, bro. Follow me on Instagram, Josh Retro. That's J-O-S-H-R-3, T-R-O, the number three. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter, underscore Hustle Russell. I don't even really be on Twitter like that. You feel me? Like, I post all of my, what I'm doing, uh, open mics, the videos, all that on um, my Instagram. And also follow me on YouTube, Josh Retro, J-O-S-H-R-E-T-R-O. Yes, sir. All right, Jimmy, talk to the people. Yes, sir. Hey, shout out, man. Shout out, I guess, Josh Retro, man. This was this was a fun interview, bro. Appreciate y'all for having me, man. For Thank sure. y'all for the opportunity again. Like, stream me up, Apple Music, Spotify, all the DSPs. I'm there. You know, y'all going to hear about the album rolling out in retrospect in the June. And know, uh, we got more visuals coming. So uh, just tag along. I'll let y'all know where I'm performing at as well. Yes, sir. Hey, get in tune with everything Reg got going on, man. I knew you, bro, for um, about just about like north of like three years now. You know what I'm saying? But for sure. like I was like I was telling my girl, I'm like it's certain people that come in your life make you feel like you know them for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Because you always had a a progressive talk like yeah. about yourself, bro. And you was always a progressive dude, and you ain't never really. We never really set stagnant it's since I know you. You know what I'm it's talking about? It's a hundred to hit, man. Like, 
Just got to stay consistent, bro. For and sure. Consistently level up. That's my biggest thing, yo. So I appreciate that. I appreciate y'all. And I can say the same about yourself, man. Like, for sure, bro. Illinois is shit hot. For <laughs> so sure, I had to, it, like, come here and let y'all know, like, hey, I want to be a part of this. For, sure, me? for sure, bro. Hey, man, doors open to you, brother. You know what I'm saying? You definitely, you definitely, you definitely locked, bro. You know what I'm talking about? And you helped, you helped, uh, you helped us a lot with um early on with uh pod and you know what i'm saying that shoot i'm trying to sit and think was i on the pod before I was the, my radio show started i want to say i was you know what i'm saying yeah, so that yeah. pod yeah that pod helped a lot you Gratitude. know what i'm saying it helped me get back in you know and all all four of us you know that that, that was that was regular conversation mm-hmm. some days but like mm-hmm. in the grand scheme that shit sharpened a knife you know what i'm saying definitely did gratitude that di- the dynamics we had was Untouchable, <laughs> you feel me? Like had four different kinds of like perspectives. That shit was needed. Yeah, yeah. So, shoot. Hats off to you, bro. You in a you in a very triumphant stage of your life. You know what I'm saying? Everything Shut that up. you overcoming, bro. It count for something. It wouldn't. It wouldn't roll. Yeah. It wouldn't roll like this if it don't count for nothing. You know what I'm talking about? On the real. So much love, man. Album release party coming soon. I'll let y'all know. I uh, know yeah, what keep, it is. For sure. Keep us plugged in, bro. Make sure y'all follow Wretch, man. Get in tune with everything. Apple Music, Spotify. YouTube, all that good stuff. Hey, June 9th, man. June 9th at Sub T. We got 95. I keep getting this car wrong, bro. What car is this? A 95 Civic. Yeah, 95 <laughs> Civic Tour. I'll be getting it. I'll be getting it mixed up. We got 95 Civic Tour, man. We got Dende in the building. We got Morgan Gold. We got KO. And we got Sunite, man. This is going down Sub T. Illinois presents 95 Civic Tour. Go get them tickets, man, on That's the website. Need. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Follow me, Groove Nuke, G-R-O-O-V-N-U-K-E. Follow Ill Sound Radio, I-L-L-S-O-U-N-D Radio, and Jay, what you got to say to him? Man, salute to you, bro. You feel me, brother? Is just to hear you speak, you know what I'm saying? It was powerful, you know, because a lot of, a lot of, I would say black men these days, like we are misguided and we misguided a lot through the music. You know what I'm saying? So to hear you consciously making an effort to put real shit in your music that's not sending people off is a breath of fresh air. And I feel like we need more of that shit. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't stand on who they are. And you spoke in this interview, you know, and that's, that's one of the traumas of us growing up trying yeah. to fit in you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, yeah. shout out to our mothers because they always be like that ain't your friend you know what i'm saying tight, tight. and getting older you realize that these people not your friend sure. and it's just so much easier to just be yourself you know yeah, it, it yeah. takes a lot of energy to be out here faking some shit yeah facts, you ain't facts. gotta be accepted by all these people man like you feel me it's it's growing pains it's trauma like we saying but like at the end of the day yo a lot of this shit is not worth it and feel me my biggest message is just to the youth right now just to like yo leave that senseless shit alone man focus on something that you genuinely love you know like if you don't know it this is the perfect opportunity to find it you know like and i don't mean like love like some some shallow shit like you got to find something that's actually like meaningful you know what i'm saying and you can only find that through either like getting in tune with god or aligning yourself with like positive figures you know so I appreciate that, man. For Thanks. Sure, for sure. And, and to quote Nipsey Hussle, man, he say we was raised wrong, but we stayed strong. You feel me? And coming up, how how we came up, no matter how good or bad, you know what I'm saying? It's it's on us to each one teach one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. pay it forward at the same time. Yeah. So once again, man, I salute you. Everything you got going on, wish you nothing but the best, bro. Gratitude. And also, man, say that money, yo. Oh, 
God. You get your money, man. Say that shit. I don't I ain't. I don't care how you get it. Get it the right way. Get it legally. Don't get too wild with it. But hey, say that shit, man. Oh God. It's gonna save you for sure. Oh my 